I'm Lindsay McFarlane, and you are listening to the Be Daring Podcast, Episode 7, How to Change Your Life. Hey, welcome to the Be Daring Podcast. How do you heal from the struggles of life while at the same time creating an amazing life that you love? My name is Lindsay McFarlane, and I'm here to help you learn how to heal from pain, find your identity, love yourself, and create an amazing new life that you will love. You ready to be daring? Let's do this. Hey guys, another week has passed us by. I can never believe it when it's time for the next podcast. Um, So if you haven't had the chance to rate and review the podcast, I would be so grateful if you could rate it, which is just clicking on the stars. Usually, I know on Apple Podcasts, you can scroll down towards the bottom literally just tap on the stars or whatever. It's simple. Writing a review takes a little more effort, but even just a sentence helps the podcast to grow. So I would be so grateful if you do that. And I appreciate those of you that have taken the time. Very nice of you. Um, Okay, so today we're going to talk about how to change your life right? This is, (laughs) we all go through different times where we want to make big changes. And every day we're making small changes, whether we know it or not. You know, you think about all the little things like we'll buy a new coat, or we'll get our nails done, or we will buy a new car, like all of these things are changes in our life. Um, but a lot of times we don't even think of those as changes. They're just choices we're making throughout our day. But really, if you look at it, it slowly shifts your reality, just a lot of those little choices. And it's the same for our relationships and these big, important changes in our life, including changing ourself and patterns that we've been in for so long. So last night I got to go to a NBA basketball game um, in Sacramento, and it was the Lakers versus the Kings. So it's a big game, right? They're both uh, California teams. And when I was growing up, my dad was all about the Lakers. We always went to the Lakers games. Um, I grew, I was born in LA, but grew up in Utah. And so when the Jazz were playing the Lakers, we were going. And um, so that was fun to go last night. I got to go with my son and a couple of his friends. And um, I thought it was interesting as I watched the players. We were so lucky and we got like third row seats. We were, I could literally almost reach out and touch LeBron James and hoping their sweat wasn't going to be flung on us. But it was just so cool to be that close because you can see how they're thinking, what they're saying. You can hear the coach talking. And it reminded me a lot of, 
I was thinking of their coach talking to them and how I coach people in a different way, but really it's kind of similar. It's keeping your players or your clients on track. So obviously that's a basketball game, keeping them on track, but I help keep people um, on track in their life and help them to make changes. So as I watched these players, I could see at one point, um, you know, these players are huge and literally the biggest player on the Lakers team. We were right behind the Lakers and he I could tell that mentally he was hitting a block. So something that he was thinking about was like aggravating him. And every time he'd walk in, he wouldn't give high five to the other players. He'd just sit down, put his head down, kind of be disgruntled. And then another player I could see was just kind of like happy-go-lucky. He's kind of joking with the crowd. He's just going with it, right? So we have the exact same circumstance, same thing going on, basketball game, Um, It was a close game. So the whole time, you know, Kings were up, Lakers were up, back and forth, back and forth. But because of the way each of these players was thinking about the game, it affected their playing. It affected the result. So the way that we think about everything affects the result in our life every time. And this was such a great example. I watched this big player. He started off okay. And then towards the end of the game, he just, he wasn't doing as well. And I could tell his mind wasn't in it. But this other player that you could tell was still kind of upbeat and just going with it, um, he just was having more fun. I don't even know if he was particularly playing better, but he was having fun. It was lighthearted. It was fun to watch him. And so this is how our life is, and this is how we make slow progress and change. It is by being self-aware of what you're thinking. So what you're thinking every time is going to create a feeling within you And then that feeling, from that feeling, you will either um, make positive actions or negative actions or no action in your life. You'll stand still. And from that action or inaction, you will get a result. So every single thing that you are thinking about creates a result. So the first piece of change is being aware of the thoughts you're thinking. And you may have never done this in your life. You may have never even thought, think about what I'm thinking. (laughs) Um, But really being aware of what you're thinking is life-changing and knowing slowly how to change that. So when we start to change, we have to start to choose new perspective or new thoughts that we can believe. So we're not going to go from the thought like, I hate my body, to I love my body, I admire it, I think it's perfect, right? We're not going to go from a place of 
hate to an immediate love for something. But we can progress towards that by thinking new things. Like it's possible that my body um, functions well and, you know, thinking of small pieces that we like or we're grateful for about it and shifting into it slowly. But the biggest piece of this also is when we are in a place of hate or loathing, um, you know, and I give that example of our body because that's a big one um, for people. But when we are coming from a place of hate for something or a strong dislike, we it's a lot harder to change. So what we want to do is slowly shift out of the hate or dis- strongly dislike all of those things into a more neutral place and then move from there. A key factor to get to that ne- neutral place is to do it with love and compassion for yourself. Just by coming from a place of love for yourself and grace, if you can't find love yet, give yourself grace. And by that, I mean forgiveness or um, compassion for yourself. And by giving yourself compassion, you'll get to that place of love for yourself. But I can tell you this, when we are trying to change something, it is much, much, much more difficult when we do not give ourselves grace or love or compassion and come from that place than a place of rejection for ourselves. When we come from a place of rejection... We're coming from shame. And shame hides. Shame is always us hiding from something. Something that we are embarrassed of or something we've done that we don't want anyone to know about. And when shame is hiding pieces of us, it grows 10 times larger than it actually is. And it's kind of interesting because this past week I've actually talked to several people, friends and family and clients, all about this similar thing with um, being able to talk to someone about maybe something you are ashamed of or holding shame or something that's troubling you. And every time, and it's not even me that's brought it up, because as a coach, I already know this, that to be heard is to be healed. So what I mean by that is that when we can actually go to someone that has empathy, that has, um, will listen to us and gui- guide us or just be there, it's like that shame shrinks immediately. So whatever it is that we're going through, just to be able to talk to someone about it And you want to be able to talk to someone that you can trust, that you know has compassion and empathy for you and all of those things, it shrinks that shame or discomfort or whatever you're going through. 
it's just very interesting the way that works. And I've actually had clients this week talk to me about it and just say how it's like after their coaching session, it's just a weight lifted from them. Or I had friends even that we were talking about that, how it's just so helpful to talk about it because these things in our mind so many times are not even the truth of what's happening. It's a story that we have made in our mind about ourselves, about a relationship, about something that's going on. And I'm not saying that certain things are not happening, but sometimes our mind goes crazy with it. So when we're able to talk to someone, it's so helpful. I know for myself, I will probably always have a life coach in some way so that I can see what thoughts are just complete lies and what is keeping me on track. And so this is a huge part in change is releasing a lot of that and being able to talk to someone about whatever it is you're going through so that you can start to change. So I'm going to wrap this up for the day. Um, But I do want to go back over I think the three most important things that we talked about in the last 10 minutes or whatever. And the first one, if you remember, was self-awareness. So what I mean by self-awareness is that you are recognizing what is going on internally with yourself. So that means you are starting to be more aware of your thoughts. What is it that you are thinking over and over that is then creating this result over and over. Because we create the same results in our life over and over because we don't know how to change it, because we're not aware that it's coming from our thinking. So if you need like a pen and paper or whatever, you can write down your thoughts. Like this is actually what I'm thinking and this is what's happening. And this can be applied with anything, a relationship, weight loss, um, any hard thing in your life. Recognize the thoughts you're thinking. Ask yourself, is this true? Is this a true thought? Is this actually true? I call it like picking the thought apart and really seeing like, is this actually true what I'm telling myself or can I question it? Um, And realizing that our thoughts create the results in our life. It creates our reality, really. So whatever you can look at people and whatever reality they're creating in their life is coming from their thoughts. It's kind of interesting when you start looking at the world that way. You're like, oh, that person is thinking something happy or fun or whatever because they have fun and whatever in their life, you know? Um, So our thoughts are creating our reality. And the last thing we talked about was finding someone that you trust that has empathy and compassion. And if you need to talk to someone, talk to them. Because if you're hiding from yourself, It's hard to deal with things on your own. And that's why we have other people. That's why we have coaches. That's why we have therapists. That's why we have trusted friends, you know, and we want to make sure that we are 
talking to someone that we trust. So those are the few things that we talked about today. And this can be the start of huge changes in your life. I am telling you, I have seen people change from night to day, um, including myself in many different aspects in my life. So I am so happy that you guys have been tuning in and listening um, you can find me uh, on Instagram at Lindsay McFarland Coaching underscore at the end. My website is lindsaymcfarland.org. And if you would like to be coached, just send me a message and we can chat and see if coaching's right for you. No strings attached. I am all about just helping and I want it to be right for you. I don't want you to do something that you're like, eh, don't want to, but I want you to be all in. So we'll talk to you next week. See you later.